0: Hello, everybody, recording live from somewhere. We're glad that you tuned in today. Welcome to the Hanging with Coach Noonan podcast. You're going to be in for a treat. Sit back, relax, or listen to this while you work out, whatever floats your boat. Thanks again for hanging with Coach Noonan on the podcast. It's the fourth Tuesday of the month. We're going to start a new segment on the fourth Tuesday. It's going to be a fitness fourth Tuesday. So what does that mean? Just talking about something related to personal fitness, whatever it might be. Today we're going to talk about the Murph. Yesterday being Memorial Day, uh, one of the more popular workouts exercises uh, wads is the Murph. The Murph challenge uh, is is done as a symbolic gesture to honor um, fallen Navy SEAL Michael Murphy. The Murph consists of one mile run. 100 pull ups, 200 push ups, and 300 squats, air squats, followed by another one mile run. This is also usually done with a weighted vest somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 pounds uh, if you're wanting to do the RX version, as CrossFit says. Uh, I did not complete the MRF yesterday. Uh, It is something that I plan to do uh, before I finish my move. so I will get my Murph done, I'll uh, post my time, and uh, we'll start a thread and see how everybody else did. Take it easy, and enjoy the episode. Hanging with Coach Noonan on today's podcast episode is a very special guest. Someone that means absolutely everything to me. That would be my wife, Miss Jenny Penyon Noonan. Hanging out with Coach Noonan on the podcast Road Trip Edition. It's Memorial Day. We want to give a salute to all the men and women who have laid down their lives to let us do things like this and travel and have fun. Today I'm joined by a very special guest. Uh, this is my better half, my better two thirds, as some people say. Uh, my wife of five years' marriage, seven years together. Miss Jenny Pena Noonan. Good
1: morning. Hi.
0: So, we just celebrated five years marriage on uh, both Friday and Saturday. Uh, yes, we, we got married twice in 36 hours. A private ceremony in the Catholic Church and then a garden ceremony uh, in a downpour in McKinney, Texas. We... Uh, in 2015 with some amazing people uh, in attendance, but uh, today we wanted to focus on just the life of coaching and being married to a coach, but also the life of being married to a teacher and how you balance not only just day-to-day life, but also the moving side of things, everybody's favorite activity uh, when you get into the coaching life. So, first and foremost, we are both very excited about our move to Pflugerville, Texas. Uh, I will be at Hendrickson High School as a special education teacher and uh, assistant coach. My wonderful wife, who is a rock star teacher, will be a kindergarten teacher at the University of Texas Elementary School, located on the campus of the University of Texas. Nope, she says no. It's nearby. It's downtown. It's downtown Austin.
1: It's on 6th Street.
0: It's on 6th Street. What, what excites you the most about this new opportunity for you?
1: Um, for me, as an educator, this will give me the opportunity to balance out my resume. Um, I've, I've taught for 10 years in a suburban area. Taught for 10 years in Garland ISD. Uh, shout out GISD. Choose Garland ISD. And then this last opportunity that took you to be a defensive coordinator took us to a very different place that I've never experienced myself. And that was working and living in a rural area. Um, I've definitely always been a suburban girl. um, And I always kind of thought, oh, I'm from Texas. I can rough it. Turns out, no. No, I can't. so there's a lot of different things that I had to learn about living out you know, in a ranch area, working on the King Ranch, which has been an amazing experience. Um, and now I'm so excited to be able to add working in a downtown urban setting. I really feel that this is gonna allow me to uh, understand where my students are coming from, no matter what walks of life they have, because I can give them my personal experience and, and hope that they can benefit from that also um the counselor at the school happens to be my best friend of 12 years and she and i have not worked together in 10 years we um she moved to garland isd and we went even though she'd already had teaching experience we went through uh gisd new higher training together me right out of college in 2008. So we spent two years working together on a fourth grade team and then she moved, uh, followed her husband out to the Pflugerville area. And so it is just really exciting to be able to to know that I'm going to be on the same campus as her. Uh, We're actually literally right across the breezeway from each other. So I don't know that the campus and the faculty and students are quite ready for everything that we're going to throw at them uh, because double trouble back together again. But I'm so excited for the opportunity, for the new places to see uh, the new students. I'm excited to be back in kindergarten. I've done three years in kindergarten and various other elementary grade levels. Um, And I just really, truly believe that this is where God is placing us for the next season and that in itself is exciting. When you follow under His guidelines, you feel the, the, the freedom and the unstrained rhythms of His grace. When you know that it's Him that's guiding you and not you forcing that. So I just feel a lot of peace um, and just happiness.
0: Very true. Very, very awesome. Uh, and, and I know I'm excited for you. I know your best friend's excited. Uh, Yeah, I completely agree. I don't know if the campus and the faculty and the students are ready for the uh, the whirlwind of fun that uh, awaits them. Uh, One of the things that uh, you know comes with coaching life is is moving. This is now the second big move that we've made together. I've moved a couple different apartments uh, in the DFW area. Those. Those are relatively easy, but this is the second big move. What, what has been some of the challenges from coming from uh, Rowlett area, DFW to Kingsville, and then Kingsville to Pflugerville? And then what have been some things that you um, have liked or certainly are looking forward to with this new move?
1: So, for me, I think you'd actually have to take that back a little bit further. Um, I am definitely a stick-close-to-home type of person. Even in college, your college experience and my college experience were completely different. You up and went off to Florida State and spent four years there. I spent one semester in a dorm at University of North Texas in Denton hated it, told my parents, nope, I will commute, and proceeded to do so. Uh, it took me five years to graduate because I was working during that time, but had no qualms about living at home in my early 20s, um, so I definitely am a more of a stay-at-home uh, and stick-close-to-home person, so for you, you also relocated from when you came back from Florida State. You went to Houston, and then you came back up to the Dallas area taking a chance, um, I don't have that much experience under my belt. So it's still relatively fresh, even though I'm in my mid thirties with you moving other schools in the, the Dallas Fort Worth area, I was afforded to be able to continue to stay at my same elementary school that I'd been working at since out of college. So I never really had to have any of that change until two years ago when Santa Gratuitus got brought up and I was like, I don't even know where this place is. I've never heard of this. So, um, when I compare the two moves, obviously this one is a lot different because I didn't know what to expect the first time around. It was also a huge move seven and a half hours away from the, the only parent that I have remaining. Um, and so that was very difficult This move is a little bit better because one, we're going to a place where we already know people. My, you know, my older brother lives on the South side of Austin. Um, and with, with the Dominguez family, um, us already having established relationships there, it's completely different. Before when we moved to Kingsville, we knew no one other than the head coach that we went with. And, and even then, We didn't really know them super well before you you took that position with them, and we're very grateful for the opportunity that the Dillards were you know able to afford us for the experience. Um, But I think it's just it's really a night and day uh, move because I also know that we're getting a little bit closer to family, and so that helps. Um, But I think on this end, I just know what to expect a little bit more, and I think that that. Having the experience of doing the big one, from seven and a half hours from from Rowlett down to Kingsville, is just hugely hugely helpful. Um, experience changes perspective all the time. So um, now I'm looking at it more as an adventure. I also do feel a little bit more on the personal end that this move will benefit me from a career standpoint as I begin to look into opportunities for graduate school. Whereas the first move, it was definitely a move that was more built for your career. Um, you know, that was really hard feeling like I was putting my career and my desires on the back burner, but that's part of marriage is learning when that give and take has to come into play. Um, not to say that it wasn't something that I didn't have to work through uh just, you know, the feelings of that, but with God's grace, we did and I know that that's it's something that has made you better uh, in your career, it has made me better in my career, but it's also made us better together as a couple. Um, and so I think it's important that we've had those growing experiences because we can appreciate what we do have and, and we can appreciate the ease, I say ease of this move a little bit more. Of course, knock on wood, I don't wanna jinx anything, but re- it has relatively been uh, a, a very easy flow
0: yeah um you know we're this we're we're wrapping up the second weekend that we've done a there and back type of thing um we we got our keys on the fifteenth of may uh moved in and uh took some some brushes and some pine saw and got to got to town on the inside um this past weekend we we still worked on the inside but uh through the help of our of our parents um uh, mine and your dad we were able to really tackle a lot of the outside I think we I think we got more done outside than I think we even thought we would um it might have come at a slight uh wearing out cost and certainly hope that uh, both of our dads have recovered but um the pile of clippings that lays on the on the front Um, little stretch uh, that goes from sidewalk to that to our one big tree on the on that side Um, and and, you know it's it's probably a good three feet high maybe two but it's it's awesome Um, you know I sat this morning uh, thinking about how I was I got some seed and fertilizer down and we got a good rain and sipping my coffee I felt like a Older, um, just more of an adult, I guess. Uh, not that we're not uh, adults, but we're like you said, we're in a different season of our of our lives and and careers. Uh, I'm going back to just being a position coach, uh, but I'm very excited about that. You talked about um, <clears throat> the the move to Kingsville was was certainly uh, one that. Uh, that on, you know, was going to benefit my career and uh, having that true defensive coordinator experience. Um, and, and rightfully so, we're very thankful for uh, Coach Ivory Dillard and, and Mrs. Dillard uh, for thinking of us and giving us this opportunity. Uh, we've grown a lot, um, you know, and coming out of our time here at Santa Catrudis, uh no doubt we, we've grown from a career standpoint and we've grown from a personal standpoint um but before we switch over to the personal side I wanted to kind of touch on something with <clears throat> having to teach in this pandemic time and one of the things that I, I really admire about you the most is you know you're not a very tech savvy person you're 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 I'm you're a, fluent. Yeah. You're fluent, but I work a document camera, a smart board <laughs> pretty
1: well. You know, publisher, I can do okay
0: with. But you took this opportunity, and you you dove headfirst in, and I think you uh, spurred a lot of change going forward for the district. Um, you introduced them to Cami and you the things you did with Loom, and I I feel like. You and your second grade partner did absolutely everything possible to make the last, um, you know, two months of school where we were distance learning feel as close to a classroom as possible. What how did you what possessed you or how did you accomplish all that? What what gave you the gumption to just go do that versus just kind of sticking to only what you know and getting by with that?
1: Um, first, I have to say that my teaching partner is amazing. Um, Linda Solis, she is a... This woman will move mountains to make sure that her students have what they need. Um, those kids had no idea what a blessing they were going to have in her. And I can tell you that the past two years working side by side with her, creating not just two teachers you know, 20 kids each, creating an actual second grade family, an actual second grade team, we did everything together with those kids unless it was our actual content. You know, that's one of the benefits of of departmentalizing and having an accordion door that connected two classrooms. Whenever we weren't teaching our own particular content, that door was open and we were... Forging, you know, relationships with our students and allowing them to create those bonds together as well as one giant grade level. So having a partner that is literally up for anything and anytime she hears the magic words. So I've been thinking I usually will get an eye roll, but then of course she'll let me say what I'm going to say and then she'll say, okay, let's do it. And uh, so having a partner that's just down for it all and knowing that she and I were both gonna give it every ounce that we had um, made the the difference. We saw this as an opportunity to prepare our students um, and actually regretted that we hadn't already begun doing things in Google Classrooms because we know it's possible for these students to do this um, at that age and we just felt you know this was a chance for us to really rise to the occasion and by any means, she and I are not the type of person who do the least. On a daily basis, we are doing the most, and yes, we do get a lot of um, ribbing from our counterparts in other grade levels because it's always like, "Oh gosh, second grade, y'all are doing what now?" Um, but I think just just knowing also the, the background of our particular students, um, it's they've had a very unusual. Learning experience thus far in pre-k and first grade unfortunately both years their teachers uh, for different reasons had to leave in the middle of the school year. so they ended up with two teachers in kindergarten two teachers in first grade because they had new teachers that came and took over and that really creates a lot of learning gaps that's a lot of missed opportunity um, a lot of inconsistencies because everyone has their own teaching style And so unfortunately, a lot of our babies were just coming to us really with just gaps and not having a good foundation. And so that is something that we have considered and pondered since before the beginning of last school year, knowing how much those students were going to need a good team, a team that was collaborating, a team that was in sync, um, and basically a team that was ready to, and willing to do anything that they needed to do to help close those gaps. And so coming from that mindset already into the school year, we knew that this this uh, pandemic, this time away from when you kind of hit that sweet spot in the spring, um, you know, you've learned your kids, your kids have learned you, they have the routine, that's the time that you see the most growth. And unfortunately, you know, that was interrupted for us. And so we just knew that we had to continue no matter what to provide as much consistency and support for our students as we could to try to help continue for those gaps to close. And so, um, that's why we did it. We were definitely not going to take shortcuts and it came at it you know, uh, it came at a heavy price, definitely sleepless nights, trying to figure out technology and things like that. But I know in my heart that she and I did 100% the best that we could and at the end of the year going to 41 different houses we did it took us four days to drive by and say a personal goodbye to every one of our students Uh, once again there's that extra coming in Uh, that's okay we received so many compliments from parents that just said you guys made it seamless and really that's all that we wanted to do was make it as easy for the parents and the students as possible because at the end of the day that is our why making sure that our students have the tools that they need and for us to provide that for them through any means necessary
0: absolutely you guys um i would say you guys are our legendary status going forward uh in in the Santa Gertrudis ISD lore um, And most importantly, you you two made an amazing impact, not only on the kids that you taught for two years, but uh, even the ones that didn't necessarily get to experience you guys um, before or after, uh, they they will remember so many things that that you guys created for them from an experience standpoint uh, that just can't be quantified uh, numerically or put into words. So, but switching gears, uh, from career to the, the personal side, um, you know, we've been together for seven years. Um, we went on two dates basically, and then we both, um, spent that first summer we met, um, kind of back and forth between our, our, our homes, me in Houston and, uh, you and, and Rowlett and visiting your brother and friend in the Austin area, um, when you first realized what actually coaching entailed, what, uh, what gave you reason to say, okay, this, this is doable and what, um, you know, what gave you apprehension?
1: um you know I, I don't know how to exactly explain this but I, it's kind of comes from a selfish area I guess you uh, in coaching you spend a lot of hours in that job and it's a job that people who are not in the coaching world have no clue what the time that is put into this whatever sport it is that you're doing the planning the hours with students they have no clue what that really entails and I am in that way in a lot of sense with my own classroom and um you know I don't know obviously I don't know if people on the podcast know but we don't have children so I have always been able to spend a ridiculous amount of hours in my classroom whether that's healthy or not that's that's a t- totally different conversation I know that that's something that I probably need to work on but I can spend hours and hours creating things in my classroom and this is going to sound very weird but knowing that you had the schedule that you have when you're in your season, your sport, it allowed me the freedom to continue to do what I wanted to do. I very much value my alone time, my my time for crafting, for reading, for going, you know, swimming, for visiting friends, for hostessing people at the house, for cooking. And so it, it was not something that made me uh, pause and say, oh, I'm not going to be able to have a lot of time with this person, whereas a lot of other people might have thought that. To me, I was like, oh, this is awesome. I have built-in time to do all of the things that I want to do and then still appreciate the time that we had together. Um, I also, I I know this is going to sound very different because I know that there are definitely the, the, the ride or die wives, ride or die girlfriends that are going to go to every single game. And yes, I know that we kind of started out that way at the beginning of our relationship. I would go to every single thing, but, um, you know, the longer that we've been together, not to say that I don't go to the games on Fridays or don't go wherever it is that you're going to be, but I don't feel it necessary to attend every seven on seven turn tournament. You know, I, um, I am, I I really kind of like to kind of do my own things. Yes, I always support you and I always go to the games. But if I know that I need a mental night where I just can't make it, I've had a really rough week, I know that you're going to be supportive of me and tell me you do what you need to do for you for that week. Um, and so think just having the freedom that you and I give each other where we don't, it's not completely a line drawn in the sand like, oh, you have to do X, Y, Z. Um, I think that that allows us to still remain our own person while being a part of a unit. And I don't know if that really makes sense. Uh, and I know everybody has a different view on that. But that's what we've found that works for us.
0: And, you know, just just to reaffirm her support, uh, this amazing woman will make, well, she has made Dozens upon hundreds of dozens of cupcakes for banquets and uh, cooked for the coaches' families and, and hosted and um, you know one of the things that that got me hook, line, and sinker was the uh, strawberry lemonade cupcake I got on date number two uh, with the uh, uh, sour gummy on top in a in a cup. Um, the consummate baker. Uh, she's she's mostly retired. Um, from that, but, um, you know, I, I, and I agree. And and I think that that's one of the best things, uh, is that we are, we're independent, both of us, but at the same time, we're a hundred percent supportive of the other. And, you know, the things that, um, you do for your kids in your classroom, uh, are absolutely possible because we don't have kids right now, and I think it's it's an it's an awesome opportunity um, that you're taking advantage of, uh, and, and I appreciate the uh, support that I get to pursue the things that I want to pursue um, career wise, uh, but also you know the little harebrained ideas uh, that I get. Like if I want to do a teacher appreciation and instead of making simple everybody gets the same bags, everything is customized and I'm running around to different stores and you're staying up helping me stuff bags and making them look uh, better than, you know, just throwing things in a brown sack. And um, so it, it's a really great thing to have uh, the relationship that we have. What are the things or what are some things that... Um, you know, you, you might, uh, as, as married to a coach, what are, th- what are some things though that you wish were a little bit, um, you know, I don't know, I don't know if better is the right word, but you know, things were slightly different or what are some things that you hope, uh, come out of this new, uh, mood to, Uh, to Hendrickson uh, as far as me time and our relationship
1: um as far as you know our relationship and, and time and you and things that I'm looking for you know to to see out of this move I don't know that I have any expectations um I you know you've started some other things like starting this podcast and starting your twitters on Sunday nights and I encourage you to to pursue those um so, you know, I, I want to make sure obviously that you and I have, you know, time together in the form of a date night or something like that. But I realize that this is going to be a different season as I begin to pursue graduate school and you're pursuing some some new opportunities that you have uh, via, you know, social media and things like that. So I don't I, I don't want to go in with any expectations because a lot of times when you set your expectations, you open the opportunity to be disappointed. I'd rather just let it be organic and let's see what comes out of this move. Um, and, and, and know that it will be something great. It will be something beneficial, but I don't really want to go that far out and plan anything because in, in my head right now, uh, I just mentally can't go that far. Honestly, um, I'm just kind of tapped out with the move and the end of the school year. So whatever is going to be is going to be because we have, I know that you and I have together as a, as a team, have prayed and spent many hours uh, interceding to, to our Heavenly Father about the steps that lay before us and that he would prepare a path for us. So I believe that whatever is in store is going to be great. Um, and do I have great expectations of us? Of course. Uh, but, but they'll be revealed and, and hopefully we will continue to come out better as we grow and spend more time and are open to the new things that will be happening in our lives.
0: You know, and neither one of us have uh, coaches in our um, in our families, um, but uh, and, and I I don't have a lot. I have a handful of educators in my family. Um, you know, what what are some uh, words of wisdom or some advice that you would give to um, you know couples just starting? Their relationship, where one or maybe even both are uh, not just teachers, but also uh, coaches as well, because uh, we ha- we have friends where one only one spouse is a, is a teacher or and or a coach, and the other one has a, you know whether it's an office job or uh, some other you know some other means of employment um, versus the, the the friends that we do have where both. Uh, husband and wife um or or um you know partners are are educators and and especially if both are coaches so what do you suggest what do you tell them uh as they enter into this time together and going forward uh are, are keys to success
1: well you know i don't i'm no expert on it we've only been married five years um and, and during our marriage, you know, there have been trials and tribulations. And I think that whether you have a, two educators and both are coaches or two educators and one is coaching or one educator slash coach and then the other person has an office job. I think that no matter what, the key is always going to be communication and patience because, you know, uh, with coaching, with teaching, it's very on a dime you know, it's, you can't plan ahead for Thanksgiving because you don't know if, well, you know, you hope you're in the playoffs, but you don't know what it's going to be. So a lot of times things are left, you, you try to plan as much as you can. And for me, that's very difficult because I like knowing that all my ducks are in a row and everything's ready to, to, you know, go as it should. And of course, with coaching and teaching that just never seems to be the case. So it is truly about patience and communications. You have to be patient with each other and be able to communicate effectively, clearly, concisely. Um, you know, men are not mind readers, but women are not mind readers either. So when you have open lines of communication, you are, helping to combat a lot of frustrations and issues that could arise because um you know someone didn't understand something this this or that but I think that that rule governs for any relationship whether you're in education and coaching or not
0: definitely uh patience and communication uh absolutely I know that um I feel like my patience has gotten better since I've since I've spent more time, not, not just with you, but in coaching and teaching and, um, just having to learn, like you said, that not everything is going to go according to plan and that you have to be flexible and you have to have, uh, communication, uh, not just with the people involved in the plan, but other people that need, need to be in the know as well. Um, you know, like you said, I've yet to Coach or play during Thanksgiving, and that's certainly something that that I would love to. And we've got contingency plans for this, that, and the other. If if that were to uh, be, you know, part of the part of our future, um, whether it's this year or in years to come, um, or you know, even one day uh, coaching in the state championship game, uh, whether it's being played in uh, Jerry's World or uh, down in. NRG Stadium in Houston, or elsewhere in the state. Uh, what is what would Christmas maybe look like? Um, but you know, the other thing uh, that uh, that I think we need is 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 joy, and, and um, you know, what what is what brings joy to our relationship? Um, I'll let you kind of sp- speak on that first, and then I'll, I'll uh, follow up.
1: Um, I definitely know and feel that uh, being connected in church, and you know, of course, church looks different right now and during this pandemic. But uh, being connected and on the same page in regards to spiritual matters—that um, is definitely going to be the source of, of joy for me because I know that when we are doing that, when we are spending that time, that quality time. In God's Word, spending that time together worshiping, it makes us stronger, it makes us better and uh, that helps, you know, just like when you nurture a plant or a child, you pour hours into it because you have expectation that it will benefit that uh, and so I think when we spend that amount of time in a spiritual sense, it, it helps other aspects of our relationship grow. So that's obviously gonna be first and foremost the most important thing. Um, but then you know, seeing you in the kitchen cooking and letting you know, obviously I, you know, I bake, but my husband is definitely the chef out of the two of us. If it was left up to me, we would probably eat macaroni cheese and tuna sandwiches like every single night. So joy is seeing you in your element where your your creative energy um is being used and recycled and getting to see you make the things that you make and us enjoying them together and then you allowing me to kind of just be sous chef on the side making things look pretty or look nice that is a huge sense of joy to me it's it's a very simple task uh but it's a task of serving each other and i i like the way that we create together and then, you know, the times that we we do get to spend with our family, and goodness knows, you know, especially moving down to Kingsville, how many hours we put into the car, especially during the holiday season, because we got to go and see everybody. And yes, we're always exhausted, and yes, at the end of every trip, I think we always say, not doing this again for the next holiday. But we know in the back of our minds that we will do it again for the next holiday, because Seeing our families and being a part of their lives truly brings I think you and I both joy and uh, just getting to make and build those memories together whether it's friends or family um, that's just a huge source of the things that make me happy and and I think that make you happy as well
0: Uh, absolutely with the family and and the time that we get to spend with them even though we we trek it and burn the rubber and in the gas miles uh it's always worth it i think one of the things uh that also brings me joy like you said is is the creation uh the creativity that we can that we bring uh whether it's hosting for you know a couple of friends over for a a, a, just a simple meal or you know a full-on ugly sweater christmas party with games and uh and everything you know th- those things are, are truly uh, awesome and, and people remember them and they want to they want to be a part of it and then if they don't get to be a part of it they f- they, they feel like they missed out and they, and they they say they can't wait for the next one um, you know one of the other things that that brings me joy is, is watching you um, you know invest in your kids and you talk about the things that you um, you know you're your, all your whatever grade level you're teaching they they've all got these crazy personalities and uh, you know you talk about how they act with each other and things of that nature and it's uh, it's funny and it's uh, it's just it's really interesting um, but you know the other thing is, is that brings me joy is how you turn wherever we're living from just whether it's an apartment or a home it's not just an apartment or a house it becomes a home and and so you know you're you're more of the night owl than the two of us and i'm the early riser uh but um you know you you stayed up last night unboxing things and i came downstairs this morning and in just two weekends our rent house has, has truly started to feel more like a home and it's, uh, even though things aren't necessarily where they're, they're finally going to end up. Um, it's a place that's already welcoming. It's a place that, uh, has your touches that just make it, um, you know, perfect for us. So that was, that was really awesome to come, come downstairs and just kind of sit in the living room and, and admire the work that you put in last night. Um, so I, I thank you for that. So we're getting towards the end of the episode. We are, uh, like I said, celebrating five years. Um, you know, as a uh, way to. Reaffirm, you know, our our marriage and relationship. Uh, I'm I'm going on record, and I am uh, reaffirming my vows to you, and that uh, for however many uh, years God has planned for us, uh, hopefully it's you know many 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 more uh, anniversaries. You know, I am yours. You are mine. I love you. Uh, Forever and ever.
1: I love you too. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're the best.
0: Well, from the moment I created this podcast, this episode was always one that was going to happen. It was just a matter of when it was going to happen. I'm very thankful that you are indulging me in this harebrained idea of mine. And thank you for making this uh, my absolute favorite episode uh, sorry, Mecca. Sorry, Corey. Uh, I love you guys and every other guest. I really appreciate them, but uh, you guys will always be behind uh, Mrs. Noonan, the, the wife, the better half. Uh, so thank you very much for taking this time with me, uh, even though you're basically trapped in the car with me right now.
1: This is definitely out of my comfort zone, so um, if anybody could see my face, they would know how embarrassed I am every time you point that at me to record. So, uh, But I I appreciate that you wanted to include me. That means a lot to me, that you would choose to include me in something new that you're creating, and I'm so glad to be by your side as you pursue new things um, and to see God blessing you and blessing us together. I just want to thank you for being my husband and putting up with me even though I made all your hair fall out.
0: We hope you enjoyed today's episode. It was an awesome one, a very special treat, going to be my all-time favorite. Now that things have started to open back up, just remember you have the choice to go venture out. But if you do, please be mindful of others. If you want to wear a face mask, wear a face mask. If you don't want to, just be mindful. If you're sick, you're feeling ill, stay home. Take care of washing your hands and take care of yourself. Get your vitamins, have some fun, and enjoy your summer. See you next time when you hang with Coach Noonan on the podcast.